Welcome to episode 84 of Your Kids Next Read podcast, in which we talk about books and reading for kids of all ages. I'm Alison Tate, author of Middle Grade Adventure Series, The Mapmaker Chronicles, The Outerband Cipher, and my latest, The Maven and Reeve Mystery Series. Usually I would be here with my co-host, the very relaxed Megan Daly, celebrity teacher librarian at Children's Books Daily and author of Raising Readers, How to Nurture a Child's Love of Books. Megan and I, along with our good friend, author Alison Rushby, are founders of the Your Kids Next Next Read community on Facebook. Search for Your Kids Next Read there to join us. But this week, I am again serving up something different. In case you're just discovering us, our summer snacks are bite-sized episodes to offer you a feast of authorly goodness over the summer break. Each week, I'm joined by a different Australian author to chat about their latest book, what's coming up for them in 2023, their tips for getting kids reading and writing, as well as a couple of curly summer-based questions. And this week, I've got Inda Ahmed Zari on the menu. Inda writes and illustrates stories that are often imbued with her fervent wish for a kinder world. Originally from Kuala Lumpur, she now splits her time between her garden home in Mianjin, Brisbane, and a sandy spot in the Middle East. Inda's debut book, Sally, was notable book in the 2022 CBCA Picture Book of the Year Awards. She has written several other picture books and is has many more coming up in 2023. So I hope you enjoy the interview. Welcome to your kids next read, Inda. It is such a delight to have you here. Thank you so much. So we're in the summer snack series, so we've got a yes. few things that we need to get through. But the first thing we need to talk about is your latest book. Tell us all about your latest book. Okay, thank you. So my latest book is a picture book called Twice the Love. It's written by me and it's illustrated by Nabila Adani and published by the beautiful people at Affirm Press. And it's all about twins because I'm a twin mom. Um, and, and the tagline says celebrating the magic of twins and that really is what it's all about. It's about the twice the cuddles, twice the kisses, but it's also about twice the bumps and grumps as well. So I'm trying to sort of encapsulate realistically everything that goes into, you know, the discovery that you're having twins, um, you know, the shock that I went through that I know a lot of people went, went through as well when they found out they're about to have not just one new baby, but two. Um, and then all the hard things that go into it, but all the really lovely, rewarding things that go um, into it as well. And um, yeah, so that's what it's about. And they paired me up with Nabila Adani, who is just such a gorgeous illustrator. She's done a fantastic job of trying to kind of include lots of different types of families and lots of different types of um, situations. And the babies that she's drawn are really, really cute. They're very sweet. It's a really sweet book. And the, I feel like the, the illustrations are just, you know, that lovely sort of magic, as you say, the magic, the magic of twins. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a big journey to encapsulate in a picture book. Like when yeah. you sort of sat down to try to figure out how you were going to write that, was, you yeah. know, did you start by out by writing 5,000 words and then have to kind of pair it back to, Oh, no, no, no. Oh, well, I wasn't sitting down. I was lying down with lots of morning sickness and <laughs> um, in a fog of sort of pregnancy plus the shock of. Um, so I really started writing this when right after we found out I was pregnant um, with twins. So I've got a seven year old daughter and, you know, motherhood was something that um, I had anticipated a lot, but really when it, when it happened with my daughter, it really changed my life. So it's a huge moment for me. And we kind of hung on to that single child um, until she kind of ran a campaign when she was a little bit older saying, when am I going to get a brother sister? And <laughs> Be careful <laughs> and what you wish for. Exactly. And we came in and then never in a million years expected to have twins. And I was having lots of nausea. I was um, 
lethargic as heck. And um, this kind of refrain kept coming through my mind, twice this, twice that. And so I kind of ran with it and um, had enough to kind of, and, and I started joining um, twin support groups and I obviously started reading a lot about that. And just in my mind, trying to extrapolate what I experienced as a first time mother, but this time with, with two um, and came up with something that I thought might be good enough for a book. Um, and I sent it out to be um, read by my close friends uh, just to make sure that this wasn't just pregnancy hormones and ramblings. Um, and they said, no, no, it's good, send it out. And I sent it out um, and um, got some feedback from Meg Whelan and Tash Bezliev at the firm press and we tweaked it a little bit further. So after, um, because publishing takes a very long time, as you know, um, I had then the opportunity to just make sure that my my writing checked out once the twins actually arrived. I was going to so say, we once you had the reality in your arms, were you like, oh, it wasn't like this when I wrote the book? <laughs> um, it, we, it, I, I feel it does check out. We, I added one more stanza. Um, and, um, and, and just based on, based on my own experience, but also based on the really lovely and heartwarming feedback that I've had from twin families in particular, yeah. um, they felt that they could really relate to it. So, so I'm glad. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So that, that one's out now. Um, yeah. Have you got something new coming up in 2023? I do indeed. And um, very exciting moment for me because I've, so Twice the Love is my third picture book as an author. Um, but the next one coming out in 2023 will be my first as both author and illustrator. Oh, how um, exciting. It, yeah, it's very, very exciting. Um, it's called The Month That Makes the Year. And it's about the month of Ramadan. So oh, I'm... Yeah, I'm Muslim. I observe Ramadan and it's um, basically a take of what Ramadan is like. So I grew up in Malaysia. It's a Muslim country. Ramadan was a huge celebration for us. Um, everybody knew about it. Everybody did it. There was like songs and decorations. It's basically like Christmas here. Um, but ever since I moved away to study and work and live here um, and elsewhere, um, it's a little bit quieter and yeah. there's not as a lot of fanfare. There's a lot of... Um, wondering like you know why why are you doing this is it is it good to fast the whole day and you know kind of even at work sort of stepping out of um team building coffee sessions in the middle of the morning and things like that just having to excuse yourself or sit there but not have a coffee um but it's it's special in its own way because i think when you're doing something um that you just take for granted um, and finally, somebody kind of questions you and say, but why are you doing this? It makes you sort of realize why you are doing it and the reasons for it. Um, so that was part of it. And secondly, I guess I realized that that's the kind of Ramadans that my children will probably be having as they grow up. Mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to write something for, for them and for their friends, you know, Muslims and non-Muslims that might be curious about this. And just a little recap about this month that's so special and it's not just about fasting, even though that's the, the thing that most people know, uh, you yeah. know, know about. Well, that sounds like a brilliant addition to all the, all the you know, shelves, the libraries, the everywhere. So it sounds like oh, a terrific book to be so. sharing information. Um, all right. So now we're going to move into the snacky section of our discussion. Um, so what is your favourite thing about an Aussie summer? Um, that my favourite thing about an Aussie summer has to be the seaside um, I think you just can't beat um, Aussie beaches and the sea and um, just that summer vibe. It's just a lovely, lovely place, lovely part of the world to be in. Fantastic. Do you have a tip for inspiring kids to read this summer? 
Uh, I would say just grab hold of um, anything that catches your fancy. Anything. It's it's a little bit like having a snack as well. You know, you grab yeah. for something that you really like that's yeah. just going to hit that spot. And um, I know that for my daughter, she's gone into chapter books, but she loves graphic novels. She loves real pigeons and yeah. um, Renee Trummel's um, uh, books as well. And and those those are great. Those are really sort of summary things for me. I, I think that if I were a kid, I'd go for something with lots of words and lots of pictures as well. Fantastic. If you were a summer snack, what yes. would you be? A very big ice cream sundae. Oh. Yeah. With all Just of the things? Everything. Nuts, nuts on the top, things. cherries, nuts, the whole bit. Um, that kind of uh, chocolate sauce that freezes, what was it called? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you yeah, I, it in, I know the one you're talking about. And then it's, it's, it's already frozen on like top. Ice magic. To <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, lots of caramelly swirls going through the ice cream scoops. Um, yeah, the whole, the whole bit. The whole bit. All right. And yeah. if you were to recommend a summer read for kids, for our listening audience here at Your Kids Next Read, what would you recommend? Ooh, so I, um, so I've been, so, uh, we're recording this in November and it's picture book appreciation month, which someone made up, but I'm going to go with it. And so I've been trying to recommend a picture book every day, um, this month. The first, the very first one that I started off with is the book that I'm going to recommend today, which is called Room for Everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's by, written by Naz Khan and illustrated by Merce Lopez. And it's such an excellent rhyming book. And I love rhyming books because it's kind of, you know, it really kind of gets you in the mood and it's about um, a little boy whose dad drives a dala dala which is a kind of public transport thing in Tanzania and he his dad stops and picks every single person up on this hot summer's day as they're going to the lake and he's like there can't be room for everyone there's no room for that person who has a bike with no seat or that woman with the chickens or that man with the seven pails of goat's milk there just isn't any room but his dad goes no just wiggle and wriggle and there's going to be room and it's just so much fun i read it from start to finish and didn't even realize it's actually a counting book um, because I was just so invested in the story and it has a really lovely message at the end as well. So I feel like room for everyone should be read by everyone. That this sounds summer. fantastic. Just so <laughs> talking about hot summer's days, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us for our summer snack series. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I hope that your new books, uh, both of them, go gangbusters over the next little while and um, that you are enjoying the rest of your summer. Thank you. You too. I'm sure you'll agree that Inda is a very thoughtful author and I'm very much looking forward to her illustrated debut as well. You'll find all of the books discussed and recommended in our Summer Snacks show notes at yourkidsnextread.com. I'll be back next week with another snack for you and Megan and I will return with our full program of Quality Waffle, Book Mail and other events in episode 87. In the meantime, you'll find me at alisontate.com and on Facebook and Instagram at alisontatewriter. And you can catch up with Megan's summer shenanigans at childrensbooksdaily.com and Children's Books Daily on all of the platforms. Thank you so much for listening.